raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Let's go to Terrence Oglesby. Who can help us? He's out at the Body Works on, I should say, at the Body Works Plus guest hotline to talk a little more about the Charlotte Hornets with us. Uh, Terrence, when you look at the last couple of performances, especially this most recent one against the Miami Heat, it looks like they're just down so many men, down so many players that would be a part of their normal rotation. Can you take away a moral victory against the Miami Heat, or are we uh, too, are, are, are we big boys that just need to dodge that whole moral victory thing and a loss is a loss? Uh, you know, it's hard to do moral victories, especially in the NBA, because there's so many games. You need to win games. And Steve Clifford was pretty adamant about saying that in a postgame presser. I thought that was very telling. All of that being said, you have six of your top nine rotation players out. You're not going to win a lot of games. It doesn't matter what team you're on, whether it's the Bucks, whether it's the Knicks, whether it's the Lakers. You're down top. You're six of your top nine. You're in trouble. So I, I think there's a lot to be taken away from it. I think you found some things uh, with Nick Smith Jr. You can play him minutes. I think you found some things with Bryce McGowan's. He can fit a role. Uh, so if there's something to be positive taken away from it, I think it's those two guys uh, coming out and playing well. Uh, in the absence of uh, all these guys in the, rota- in the rotation. Yeah, you mentioned Steve Clifford's press conference. It, I, I thought it was interesting because at the beginning of the season, not that it was excuse-laden press conferences that he was putting out there, but he was giving us reasons as to why maybe it was taking a little while for LaMelo to get going because of the injury. Same thing with Mark Williams. Why the five out when the opposition decides to go all five guys that can shoot, you still want to roll with Mark Williams despite him not being able to recover in time. You didn't get any excuses, as you mentioned, uh, Terrence, uh, after this Heat game. And honestly, it looked like this might be the game where you would get it. What did you make of Steve Clifford's press conference as you started to dive a little deeper into that? I think there's a couple of things. One is is Steve Clifford's traditionally harder on young players than he is on older players who are on their second and third contracts. I, I think that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is, is I think patience is starting to wear thin. And when you're young and you're in the league, you're expected to listen and know everything as far as the scouting report is concerned because you're still trying to earn your stripes. Now, I don't know who was missing assignments and messing up rotations, but from the question that was answered to the the way he answered it, 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 he started the the answer with Bryce McGowan's and ended up on stats can be deceiving. So it it kind of led me to believe that Bryce missed some things. but I think that's where the irritation stems from. You've you got to win games, uh, despite who's on the floor. You play 82 games, you're not going to be healthy 82 games. So you still have to find ways to win, especially when you're playing at home in the Eastern Conference. Terrence, one thing I want to know, what's Brian here, is the injuries with the Hornets the last couple of seasons. Man, what do you make of this? Because we know that injuries are a part of the game, but it seems like this Hornets get, Hornets team is just continually being bitten by the bug. Uh, not to be punny here, but what do you think it is with this Hornets organization and why so many guys go down so frequently? Um, you know what? I, I don't know the answer to that. I also think, you know, there's there's something to be said for – you know, you're playing against the Miami Heat, and they don't have anybody missing. Uh, and Miami's known as having one of the top, you know, cultures as far as, hey, man, play through it. And you have Jimmy Butler, who if you don't play, he's going to cuss you out. Uh, do you have those kind of guys? But, 
Because, listen, I mean, I mean the, the, the injury to Brandon Miller, I mean, you saw it happen. Uh, sure. that, that's just unlucky. The injury to Gordon Hayward, hamstrings are a bear, and they don't go away. I've torn mine. It is the worst, and it takes forever to come back. Uh, you know, th- these types of things happen. Now, the one that's confusing to me is uh, the Martin the Martin injury because he got hurt the second he signed a contract and he hasn't been back yet. So that, that one's a little confusing to me. You want him to come back and play because he could be a contributor. But I, I think that's the kind of thing that sticks out more than anything. But, you know, as far as injuries are concerned, those things just happen. And then, Terrence, too, when you look at this team and, and LaMelo Ball, and even though he's starting to get his legs back under him, so to speak, and the way that he's been playing, uh, but the amount of shots that he took the other night, and I know there were guys out injured, is this team in danger of becoming one of those teams that we've seen in the past where the point guard uh, is also the shooting guard tendencies, it becoming the mellow show out there, and this team becoming too mellow dependent? I mean, you're going to pay a guy 250 something million dollars for a reason. You're you're going to depend on him. That that's uh, kind of where I'm at with that. And when you're down six players, you, you got to have somebody really be aggressive. And you saw uh, he, alongside PJ and Mark, be really aggressive in the early going. There were a couple of extra passes that could have happened that Lamelo shot because he realized, like, hey, we don't have our full staff. I need to be a little bit more aggressive than what is considered normal for me. Uh, as far as that's concerned, I, I don't see that becoming an issue just because when everybody is healthy, he has deferred when need be. And I think once you see somebody like a Terry Rozier come back, I, I think some of the shot, the shots are going to disperse out accordingly. Terrence, I find the varying opinions from Steve Clifford and the fan base on Mark Williams intriguing because Mark Williams did not play in the fourth quarter, and Steve Clifford told you that he rode Nick Richards because – Quite frankly, they, as a team, were just playing better with him out there. We've seen Mark Williams, Steve Clifford try to stick with them during those five-out lineups the opposition puts out there, as I've mentioned. Now, what do you make of Mark Williams' start to the season so far? I think he's been really good. I think the hard part with Mark right now is is you're having to have him be on the floor and with the NBA playing so many different styles. And what do I mean by that? For example... Uh, if there's one thing I could pick out with Mark Williams, it's his ability to defend in space. So whenever you go against somebody like a Bam Adebayo who can create for himself, sometimes that can be an issue for him. Not to say he can't do it, but it has been an issue. And whenever you know you have somebody like a Nick Richards who's a big energy guy, and I thought Nick played well, you're able to infiltrate a little bit more uh, punch into your lineup by having a guy that's going to be exceedingly physical out there. I think that helps on the defensive end, and sometimes it's going to hurt you on the offensive end. I'm a big fan of Mark Williams. He's learning to play different styles of games depending on the day that he's out there. When you play the Pistons, you have to be really physical and really strong. When you play the Nets, you have to be one of these guys that gets out and guards on the perimeter. Uh, Him learning the differences uh, between each and every game, I think, is absolutely crucial to his development. And you're, you're, you're seeing Steve Clifford kind of slow play that right now to hide some of his deficiencies. So, Terrence, what do you expect with the return of Miles Bridges? What do you think that moment's going to be like on uh, and off the court? Uh, you know, guys, I'm just going to say it as bluntly as possible. I, I wasn't brought to Valley and I wasn't brought to Charlotte in order to get into his off-the-court situation, so I'm going to leave it there. I, I was told... Well, to, I meant really in the crowd, like as far as how the crowd's going to react to him. Sorry I didn't clarify. I just meant the no, reaction no, no, that he'll fine. get. 
no, you're fine. I, I'm sorry if I came off a little harsh. I just don't want to get caught up in that because that's that's not my gig. I'm not a criminal analysis or criminal justice analysis or anything. So I just I want to get that out of the way. I, I think uh, the players are certainly happy to have him. And from a lineup standpoint, uh, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be beneficial because now you can go small. Where over the last, uh, you know, basically since the start of the season, they haven't been able to do so. Now, Miles Bridges comes in. He can play some small ball five. You can have him and P.J. Washington out there on the court at the same time. You can vary how you attack a defense. Uh, I think that's going to be hugely beneficial. Uh, outside of that, as far as how the crowd's going to react, all this, that, and the third, I, I, it's, it's hard to say because we're in, a, we're in an innocent until proven guilty situation. And if you don't play him and you hold him out, you run into issues with the CBA. So I want people to understand that, you know, while there are some eyebrow-raising things that have been reported, they haven't necessarily been proven true yet. And if the Hornets don't play him, they have problems with the CBA. So the Hornets are in a complete lose-lose situation. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So it kind of comes into this thing where you have to play him because of the rules that are put forth, and then you're going to have to let it play out on its own. It really is going to be interesting to see how the fans react at Spectrum Center and how Miles Bridges provides an impact on the court because hey guys, they're down. I'm sorry, a... hey, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for coming. I didn't mean to come off mean there. You good man? I I, I, didn't, I didn't take it that way. I just wanted to make okay, sure good. I clarified uh, to you that I didn't mean you know outside of the arena. Right, right. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. No, you're good. It's all yeah, good man. here. It's all good here. It's all good here. Good the hood, show. Baby. Terrence Oglesby <laughs> joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. We'll see what the Hornets are able to do tomorrow night against the Milwaukee Bucks. Another in-season tournament game this time against the Bucks. Terrence, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks again. Thanks, man. All right. Th- thanks so much. We'll talk soon, guys. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.